Hey guys, my name is Carlos. Most of y'all know me as Cargo. I'm the host for the Go For Two podcast, where I break down the offseason to see how teams got better or worse through free agency in the draft. I create team reports and, of course, do a lot of mock drafts. And during the regular season, I hit you with all the fantasy football information and cover all the big headlines. And, of course, got to cover the playoffs, where I break down matchup and predict winners. Not all the time, of course. But welcome to season four. Let's go for it. Alrighty, guys, welcome to another episode of the Go For Two podcast. I am your host, Cargo. In today's episode, what I'm going to be doing is my second and third round mock draft. Uh, I might be splitting the two episodes just so they're not super long. Um, so this will be my second round mock draft 1.0. With a couple days left in the draft, I recently did my uh, first round mock draft 3.0. If you haven't checked it out, make sure you check it out. And uh, basically just going to be going through the second round. I'm going to be giving you guys ideas of who I think the team will take at that spot. And I'll give you some input on who I would take if I was, you know, the GM or head coach in that position. But before I get into that episode, some big news out of the NFL. I wanted to start off with the the Jameson Williams uh, suspension. Um, obviously, it's a not a great rule, but um, those rules are in place for a reason. And until they change, um, you just have to abide by those. And it's just uh, it's a shame. It kind of puts it like a dark cloud over the Detroit Lions, who right now are on the come up. You know, they literally just missed the playoffs last year. Um, having him on offense could have been something really special this year. So we'll see how they try to overcome that. Um, And it's one of those things where you're in the meetings. That's something you got to pay attention to. You know, obviously it could have been a lot worse. So uh, just think about, you know, the Calvin Ridley situation. And then some more big news in the NFC North. Finally, Aaron Rodgers has been officially traded. I feel like this is good for both sides. It's been such a... um, roller coaster with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers like one minute he's not happy you know they they draft Jordan Love the next they give him a big contract they tell him he's a quarterback for the future and then uh, they trade Devontae Adams you know so you know now he's officially a New York Jet and as far as the trade is concerned I feel like the New York Jets kind of they definitely gave up a good amount, but I feel like they should have given up more. If you look at the um, the trade last year with Russell Wilson, um, the Seattle Seahawks, what they got for Russell Wilson was a first round and a second round this uh, that year, along with a fifth round. Um, and then they also got a first and a second next year, and they got a couple of players out of it. So the Packers, essentially, they swapped first rounds, which – not a huge deal to me. I mean, they're picking 13 and 15, so you move up two spots in the first. You get a second round this year, um, and then next year it, it's essentially going to be a first round if Aaron Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps, which um, barring any injuries, that should be a first rounder. So I felt like they could have gotten a little bit more. I feel like they should have gotten the first round second round and then a first round next year maybe even a guy like Corey Davis who you know is he looks like he's going to be the maybe third fourth wide receiver on this depth chart um and I think 
the reason why I would have liked Corey Davis to go to Green Bay was because they have a lot of youth at that wide receiver position. And I feel like a veteran like Corey Davis, who's is very talented, could have been a nice addition to that uh to that roster, that that wide receiver room. So um yeah, I think the Packers could have gotten more, but you know, you take what you can get. Uh, you know, they add another second round. Um, I think it could have even been like a first two seconds this year and then, you know, a second round next year or whatever. But um, the deal was finally done. So now both sides can move on. Uh, you know, it's just kind of crazy. You think about the dynamic of the NFL, like the top quarterbacks are really all in the um, the AFC. You know, you talk about Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, and Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, and that's just, you know, without Russell Wilson, too. So, um, in the NFC, you know, you guys, your top quarterbacks probably like Jalen Hurts, and then it kind of goes to Dak, you know. So, the the, the balance of quarterbacks is it's, it's insane. It's going to be fun to watch that division. Good for the Jets. They have a lot of um, – they're kind of on the come up, too. So, um, the, the biggest concern is obviously, you know, Russell Wilson, how he just kind of – you know, fell off when he went to Denver. I don't think that's going to be the same thing with um, Aaron Rodgers. He's going to be reunited with Nathaniel Hackett, who was his offensive coordinator in Green Bay. So, um, yeah, NBA Finals is uh, – the NBA playoffs, I'm sorry, is actually, you know, super interesting. Um, I love the energy that some of these guys are giving uh, in night out. Um, the, the, the toughest thing is hopefully these injuries kind of slow down. Uh, it's kind of hard to – you know, see the best go at it when, you know, they're not at 100%. And then also in San Antonio, if you haven't uh, gotten a chance to go uh, do Fiesta, you definitely should. Um, it's just a great, great way for us to uh, connect with a little bit of history, celebrate the uh, heroes of the San Jacinto battle and the Alamo. Um, it's a great way for the community uh, uh, to get a boost and stuff like that. So definitely go ahead and check it out. But let's go ahead and just jump right into it. In the second round, uh, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers at pick number 32. This pick comes from the Chicago Bears. This was originally the uh, Chase Claypool trade. Um, so I love the spot that the Steelers are in. They got their offensive tackle on Broderick Jones in the first round. In the second round, I really wanted to go back to the offensive line. I want to continue to build that line, but they still have another second round pick here. Um, and I went with cornerback Cam Smith out of South Carolina. Um, they need to add some youth and some talent to that secondary. Uh, Patrick Peterson is getting up there in age, and I feel like that'd be a good spot for him to learn, uh, build some depth. And the cornerback cornerback position isn't as strong as in years past. Uh, pick number 33, we have the Houston Texans. Now, a lot has been said about what Houston's going to do at two, and I think – uh, there's a strong possibility that they skip out on the quarterback. So let's say we go back to that second overall pick. Let's say they get Will Anderson and maybe even use that 12th spot to kind of trade up, you know, or even if they do stay there at 12, they get a wide receiver. If they were to come back in the 33rd pick, I think uh, a guy you could look at is a Hendon Hooker out of Tennessee. I think that'd be a nice little uh, um thing that they did where they still got the best defensive player because they need help on defense. Um, they got the number one wide receiver in the class. 
Um, it's kind of maybe what like the New York Jets did last year with their two picks. You know, they got the best corner and the best wide receiver in that draft. So, um, and then they still get their quarterback in the second round here. But um, the way I have it still is they got their quarterback in Bryce Young. Um, they have their edge in Nolan Smith out of Georgia. Uh, the reason why is because it, it's kind of crazy to think about if Carolina decides to get Bryce Young. I don't think Houston will take C.J. Stroud because apparently C.J. Stroud's um, agent is the same agent as Deshaun Watson. So already a little bit of bad blood there. And I don't think, uh, you know, maybe they take a chance on Anthony Richardson or Will Levis there at that spot. But um, I think Bryce Young is is the guy I would want at two. But um, at pick number 33, could have gone a couple of different ways here. You can get another edge rusher, possibly a cornerback. Um, I have them going with a wide receiver, Jalen Hyatt, another Tennessee guy. Um, I think he has a, a lot of potential to be a number one wide receiver in the league. He has a size and the speed. At pick number 34, we have the Arizona Cardinals. In the first round, I had them getting an interior defensive lineman, Jalen Carter. Now in the second round, I have them going with uh, center John Michael Schmitz out of Minnesota. Um, and my thing was, Jonathan Gannon was the defensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles. They got their Fletcher Cox and Jalen Carter. Now they get their Jason Kelsey and John Michael Schmitz. Um, Kind of a similar player, undersized center, uh, but just has a high football IQ. At pick number 35, we have the Indianapolis Colts, who in the first round took their quarterback, Anthony Richardson. In the second round, um, this team doesn't have a lot of needs, so I had them originally going with uh, corner Tariq Stevenson out of Miami. Um, it's just to address the loss of Stephon Gilmore. At pick number 36, we have the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, this is going to be their first pick in the draft. They have 12 picks total. A couple of positions they need to address is, um, you know, it's it's crazy when you look at their roster. They only have 45 guys right now on the roster. A lot of these guys are no-name guys, but it's going to be crazy how many unsigned free agents they're going to have. And, you know, I do like the scouting department for the Los Angeles Rams. They've done really well at finding guys in the later rounds and developed them into uh, uh, premier players. Um, so at pick number 36, I have them going with edge linebacker Drew Sanders out of Arkansas. Um, I just like his versatility right now. He can uh, blitz and he can play linebacker as well. So um, that's what I'm kind of going for, the versatility there. At pick number 37, we have the Seattle Seahawks. This is part of the Russell Wilson trade. Um, And then I have them going with quarterback Hendon Hooker out of Tennessee. Um, In the first round, they addressed their their front seven with Will Anderson and uh, Kajai Kansi out of pit. Um, and then here's just really just an investment for the future. This is a guy who's going to sit back and learn from Geno Smith. I think we've seen how much success there is in guys sitting a year or two before they get thrown into the wolves here. So, um, I really like this pick for Seattle at pick number 38 of the Las Vegas Raiders. I have them in the first round getting Christian Gonzalez. Now in the second round, they go interior defensive lineman, Massey Smith out of Michigan. Um, the Raiders have really just struggled at every layer of the defense. So I think Massey Smith, you can just plug him and then just ha- help stop the run and, and get pressure up the middle in, in the AFC West. At pick number 39, we have the Carolina Panthers. 
I have them going in the first round, taking their quarterback, C.J. Stroud. Um, in the second round, we're going to get them an edge rusher in Felix Aniki Osua out of K-State. Um, just an absolute burner on the edge. Somebody opposite of Brian Burns who can help get after the quarterback here. At pick number 40, we have the New Orleans Saints. In the first round, they went with Luke Benes, edge rusher. Um, and now I'm going back to the interior of the defensive line. Not a lot of depth here. So I'm going with Siaki Uka out of Baylor, another massive human being. Um, the Saints have had a nice rotation over the last couple of years of their defensive line. They lost a couple of guys, so we're just replenishing that that defensive line. The Tennessee Titans in the first round, I had them going with the wide receiver Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, and it's kind of hard not to pass up the offensive line here. There's still a lot of really good options. And I feel like they've done a really good job in free agency addressing that position. So I'm going to go with a different position. It's going to be a little bit outside the box. I'm going with tight end Dalton Kia out of Utah. Um, I think when you add, you know, Jackson Smith and Jigba, you add this tight end who has first round value. Uh, it's a steal here for both sides. This becomes now a young, exciting offense. They need more pass catchers. If Ryan Tannehill is going to be the starting quarterback, which I do believe, um, I don't think Derrick Henry is going to get uh, traded to Philadelphia. That would be that, that could happen. That could happen. We've seen that before. Tennessee making a big trade. Uh, uh, the day of the draft, you know, they traded last year, AJ Brown to Philadelphia and, um, you know, same could be said today. Uh, but yeah, like I said, um, young, exciting offense for the Tennessee Titans with uh, Malik Willis in the waiting. At pick number 42, we have the Green Bay Packers. This one comes over from the Aaron Rodgers trade. Um, and I have them going with uh, another tight end here, Darnell Washington out of Georgia. Um, you know, you talk about a human, massive human being with uh, a lot of potential. Once again, kind of like the same thing for the Tennessee Titans. We're building this offense for Jordan Love. Uh, last year, they went uh, two defensive players with their first two picks. Now we want to go to the offense. We want to continue to support Jordan Love and his development. Um, let's get him two big targets uh, to go along with wide receiver Quinn Johnson. At pick number 43, this is going to be the Jets uh, in the first round. Um, this Aaron Rodgers trade really didn't trade uh, change anything for me. Uh, they pretty much just swapped picks, which wasn't a big deal. Um, but I had them going with Paris Johnson, offensive tackle. They've had some line issues last year. And then at pick number 43, it, it's an interesting one for me because they could go secondary. They could even go linebacker. But I'm going to go with uh, interior defensive lineman Aduanoa. Abidor out of Northwestern, another super freaky athlete. Um, I think he could play edge. I think they could slide him in inside next to Quinn Williams, and I think they would be building a nice defensive line. Kind of gives me DeForest Buckner, maybe a little bit more athletic, um, and I know that's what Robert Sala is going to be looking for on his defensive line. At pick number 45, we have the Atlanta Falcons, who in the first round shocked the world and take running back B. John Robinson. Now, I get it. They could – they still need to get an edge player. I feel like they have some good young players in Arnold Ibeku, a second-round pick from last year. They've signed a lot of guys who have experience getting after the quarterback. They've addressed the secondary. So I want to go back to the offense. I want to continue to build this offense for 
Desmond Ritter, who now has his running back, Bijan Robinson. He has Drake London. He has Kyle Pitts or whatever it is, Kyle Pitts. And then um, I'm going to go with the wide receiver, Josh Downs, out of North Carolina. I say just put Kyle Pitts as a wide receiver, line him up outside. You have Juano Smith playing tight end and then Josh Downs in the slot. Um, I think this could be a really exciting young offense as well, kind of like the Tennessee Titans and the Packers. Speaking of the Packers, we're here at pick number 45. Um, once again, we've kind of addressed some offensive weapons um, here. So um, what I want to do for the Green Bay Packers now is I want to go and address the secondary here. I'm going with safety Antonio Johnson out of Texas A&M. He basically would be the replacement for Adrian Amos. At pick number 46, the New England Patriots, we had them getting an offensive tackle, Peter Sarnowski out of Northwestern. Um, and then here, once again, I want to go to the secondary. Um, with the loss of Devin McCourty, it's going to be tough to replace, but a guy I really like is Sidney Brown out of Illinois. Um, you know, super athletic. Um, we'll probably need some time to develop, but I think being there in New England would be a good fit for him. At pick number 47, we have the Washington Commanders who went with cornerback Joey Porter Jr. Um, you know, once again, the, the, the Washington Commanders, I'm pretty set that they're not going to take a quarterback um, early. I think they're going to probably wait it out to see what they have with Sam Howell or Jacoby Brissett. So uh, I'm going to go with um, a linebacker, Jack Campbell out of Iowa. Ron Rivera really values the linebacker position. He looks for certain traits in those players. Um, and it's been rumored that he's training with Luke Keekley, who Luke Keekley played with uh, under Ron Rivera back in Carolina. So I think this would be a really good fit. At pick number 48, we have the Detroit Lions, who in the first round um, addressed the secondary and the interior defensive line. You know, they – they could address the wide receiver position with everything going on with Jamison Williams. I still think the wide receiver group is still pretty solid. Remember, he's going to come back after five or six games. Um, you still have Amron St. Brown. You still have um, Marvin Jones. You still have Josh Reynolds. Um, I feel like that position is still pretty good. I think they could address that maybe a little bit later, adding a speed guy. But I want to go with linebacker Trenton Simpson out of Clemson. Um, you know, for me, I know they have Malcolm Rodriguez and Alex Al Alonzo, um, but you're adding a guy who could just do a couple different things. Um, I think he could be like a chess piece uh, for that defense. At pick number 49, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, once again, they got an offensive tackle cornerback in the second round here. Uh, like I said, I want to go back to that offensive line. I know that they have their starting five, but let's just – Build some depth, and let's try to find some upgrades. And I'm going to go with interior defense, interior offensive lineman. I'm sorry, Stephen Avila out of TCU. I think this would just be an upgrade to the center position. At pick number 50, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who in the first round went with Darnell Wright. Um, once again, they could go back to the offensive line, but I, I really would like for them to address the secondary. But it doesn't seem like they're going to do that. They want to go edge position. And that will help out the secondary just a little bit. And I like B.J. Ojolari out of LSU. He's the younger brother to Aziz Ojolari, and he actually might be better than Aziz. And to get him late in the second round, I, I really like that pick. At pick number 51, we have the Miami Dolphins. They have four picks total. This is their first pick in the draft. Um, and I have them 
the, there's really only one big glaring need, and that's going to be tight end. And I'm going to go with Sam Laporta out of Iowa. And I really like this just because Sam Laporta has been working out with George Kittle, who just happens to be his NFL comp. They're both from Iowa. Uh, George Kittle, um, very familiar with Mike McDaniels. He was the offensive coordinator back in San Francisco. So um, I think this is going to be a perfect fit for Miami. At pick number 52, we have the Seattle Seahawks. Um, once again, they've gone to the um, defensive line. They've got their quarterback of the future. I want to go ahead and add some depth to this offensive line. I'm going to go with offensive lineman Cody Mock out of North Dakota State. Uh, I know he's a tackle, but I think he's going to be better suited as a um, interior offensive lineman. At pick number 53, we have the Chicago Bears. Uh, in the first round, they went ahead and got their edge, Tyree Wilson. Now, uh, for the Chicago Bears, I'm going to go to the offensive line. Let's continue to protect Justin Fields. I'm going with offensive tackle Anton Harrison out of Oklahoma. Um, once again, this will probably be just an upgrade, either the left or right tackle position. Um, and, you know, it's been a shuffle for the Bears, but I think they'll have a better opportunity of finding the best five. At pick number 54, we have the Los Angeles Chargers. In the first round, I had them getting Zay Flowers. Um, now on the second round, I'm going with Edge, Keon White out of Georgia Tech. Um, they need to get a little bit younger with Khalil Mack getting up there in age. And Joey Bosa, I think, only had like two sacks last year, so that's not going to cut it. You need to get pressure in the AFC West. At pick number 55, we have the Detroit Lions. Um, this pick comes over from Minnesota. And it just so happens that they're going to take another tight end. They use this pick to acquire, a, uh, I believe, TJ Hawkinson. Um, so I'm going with tight end Luke Musgroves out of Oregon State. Uh, once again, you're just adding another playmaker to this offense, giving some athleticism to that tight end position. At pick number 56, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars. In the first round, they got cornerback Brian Branch. Um, and then in this round, they really don't have a lot of needs, so I wanted to get another running back here. Uh, I love Travis Etienne. I'm just worried if he could carry the load. Um, and I'm getting Zach Carbonet out of uh, UCLA. This is a guy who's going to be a first and second down back. Uh, and uh, Just a downhill runner here. At pick number 57, we have the New York Giants, who in the first round got Emmanuel Forbes. Um, in the second round, I'm going with center Joe Tipman out of Wisconsin. Um, this is just going to be a, a, a fill-in player at center, and I think he's going to be a day-one starter. At pick number 58, we have the Dallas Cowboys. Um, in the first round, I had them going with an interior offensive lineman in Osiris Torrens. Um, I know that they got Tyler Smith last year, but you can uh, – improving this offensive line, making sure Dak's healthy, making sure the run game is good. Um, and right here, I have them going with running back. Jair Gibbs out of Alabama. I'm not sure if he's going to be here late in the second round. I feel like somebody could possibly move up, but they're going to need to address the running back position just in case Tony Pollard isn't ready uh, for the season. At pick number 59, we have the Buffalo Bills. I have them in the first round getting wide receiver Jordan Addison. And in the second round, I have them with linebacker Dayon Henley out of Washington State. I think he'd be a really good replacement for Tremaine Edmonds um, at that will position. At pick number 60, uh, the, we have the Cincinnati Bengals, who in the first round went with tight end Michael Mayer. 
Um, so in the second round, this is a tough one. They don't have, once again, they don't have a lot of needs. They could look to the secondary. I don't see the value there, but I do like the addition of offensive tackle Duan Jones out of Ohio State. Um, kind of a swing right tackle. Now, obviously, their left tackle is going to be uh, Orlando Brown. That right tackle position is very interesting because Jonah Williams has requested a trade. He could be a uh, a trade on draft day. I know they have Lydell Collins who's coming off the injury. Maybe he moves to guard. Uh, you know, they just uh, – I think they just need to continue to build this offensive line that hasn't been the strength. Um, let's turn this weakness into a strength for the Cincinnati Bengals. At pick number 61, we have the Chicago Bears. Um, once again, I want to go back to that defensive line. They've lost a lot of players those last couple of years. Um, I'm going with interior defensive lineman Keanu Benton out of Wisconsin. Um, he kind of replaces a hole by Akeem Hicks. At pick number 62, we have the Philadelphia Eagles, um, who in the first round got Edge, Miles Murphy, and cornerback Keely Ringo. I want to go back to the secondary, um, and we're going to add safety Jordan Battle out of Alabama. They lost a couple of guys in the secondary, uh, and this guy, Jordan, is ready to go. And if, he's not going to wow you in the combine, but he's he's NFL ready for sure um, with the Alabama pedigree. And in a pick number 63, we have the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, in the first round, I had them going with Edge, Will McDonald. Um, in the second round, they kind of – you know, can go a different way. They can go wide receiver. They can go offensive tackle. But I want to go back to that defensive line. They've lost a couple of guys in free agency, and I'm going with interior defensive lineman uh, Tuli Talawupa out of USC. Um, I feel like he's got a little bit of position versatility. He can play inside, outside. Um, you know, that's what they like with their defensive lineman. If you look at, like, what Chris Jones does, he's not only a defensive tackle, but he's also an edge player as well so um that's what we have for the second round here just want to say thank you guys for listening make sure you guys follow me on social media and always just remember go for two